0: i am so excited about our guest today i have helen von who is an elite certified akashic records teacher practitioner and speaker i had so much trouble trying to edit this down into one episode that i decided to split it up in two what is so amazing is part one is when i first had helen on the podcast about five six months ago um, I had recorded it and saved it, and then because of that interview, it led me on my journey through the Akashic Records to six months later, uh, having all five uh, certifications um, completed and now uh, doing uh, readings um, for people uh you know like i just i'm blown away by it and i just love what is revealed in this part one and then you can follow up with part two where we dive in deeper into the records part one is awesome for introducing what the records are how to work with them how to have a wonderful reading and we do a sample reading in it and it is so humbling because i remember when we did this reading i remember three projects came up and i was so like sure it was about this one thing and it really shows me now that the three projects I'll give you a heads up were related to this podcast as one to my photography directing career and then also the Akashic Records which just is such a wonderful humbling intro into how strategic and wonderful and magical and how the possibilities are just limitless so I'm super super excited to introduce you to Helen she is truly an amazing person and teacher and I'm just super pumped to share um, our conversation with you and if you can't get enough of this part one part two is right after this um You're like, uh, we can count (laughs) Dinah. And then check out the show notes if you want to learn more about Helen and book a reading with her or also attend one of your own certification workshops and really dive in and um, learn more about yourself and how to connect. So I leave you with that and enjoy these episodes. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to be inspired, get curious, expand, and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern healers of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zaloki. So excited you're here. Let's get started. Okay, so Helen, Okay. what is your full name? Okay, Helen Marie Vonderheide. Okay, I made you say your last name because I knew Helen and I knew I would botch up. the rest of it. I love a name with a von in it. It feels very like whoa, 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 fancy. Now, you do acoustic readings? Yes. But what is the proper term of that? So it actually is called an Akashic record reading. Okay. But you're just so our listeners know, you
1: also are a film producer. Yes. So I produce I have produced uh, feature films, media, music videos, develop TV series. Um, and now I'm actually producing the content that we use for the Akashic Records. So producing monthly videos. Um, I was just recently on a Netflix show doing readings for cast members um, the oh, what t- Netflix show? Um, I don't know what the name of it is. Okay, maybe, it's coming out it's, though. It's based on a band called Nasty Cherry. Oh my god, I love hearing you say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. and love you. You're like Nasty Cherry. <laughs> but they don't know. I don't think it's um a titled show yet. I I know that it's based on the band. Okay, so for people that don't
0: know, what is the Acoustic Records?
1: You're like, whoa, what's that? Well, first, the word Akashic comes from a Sanskrit word, Akasha, which means primary substance, that out of which all things are formed. So Akasha is simply an energy field. And this energy field is alive, present, and available to us at all times. So whether we realize it or not, we are always tapped in and working from this field. Now, this field is very sensitive. So anytime we have a thought, a feeling, or take action, it registers an impression. So when people are tapped into the Akasha, we are interacting with these impressions, which a lot of people can, you know, perceive as their intuition, Um, but it's actually coming from this field. It's a real field of energy. It's a vibrational field of energy. Okay, so... mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Mind blown Little confused Also intrigued Um, And so by you saying that I've been saying it wrong So it's not
1: Akashic It's Akasha records Well it is So Akasha is the energy field And the Akashic records Are a compilation Of a soul's journey And all the impressions That are in Akasha That make up the Akashic records so, it's kind of um, Akashic Records is the is the catalog, like a library. So people could imagine like a giant library. No, no? I think Akashic Records is the catalog.
0: Akasha oh.
1: is the library. Wow. So the so the records are like you pull open the files. Okay.
0: Now, is this similar or different to people that are familiar with Abraham Hicks and when they're tapping into the collective is it similar to the collective consciousness absolutely similar okay absolutely similar to this but when somebody comes to you for a reading is it more you know like for example like i've been to abraham hicks um events i listen to them i know many people listening listen to them um and it's very much obviously whenever we're listening to it it kind of touches everybody in the sense of what they need to hear but akasha is really your own personal soul's collective yes. journey, path, so, present, future, multi
1: dimensions. Yes, right. So it becomes very personal. So when when we access someone's akashic records, we are making it uh, deliberate, conscious. So we don't have to be um, in a trance to access the records, and very personal. And we're accessing this this individual's soul's records. So Abraham Hicks uh, taps into the collective source energy, and and is a, a channel of um, a frequency, you know, f- outlet for this information from this field. And it's and it's all relative. The field is all relative, but um, but the way that Abraham provides the information is so that everybody can benefit. It could be very beneficial to everyone, like a group experience. Whereas doing an Akashic Record reading is very specific about Diana's soul, her journey, her um, you know personal purposes and destiny. I love it. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure
0: those that have never heard of this before are still trying to wrap their brain around this. I mean, it's just, it's like a mouthful of of info. How did you, I'm very fascinated with the combo of your background as a producer and then coming into this work, and I know this work is now infiltrating your life's work, and so can you talk a little bit about that and how it it came into your life?
1: Oh, I would love to. So, Diana, I... I went to film school for producing, and I thought that my purpose on being on Earth was to share compelling stories that would uplift and elevate people, and I thought that I was going to tell stories, very personal, real-life stories of individuals um, that would empower, and one of the projects that I was working on for several years fell apart. So when it fell apart, I was like, well, I thought I was here to do that. And if it didn't work, then what am I here to do? I started asking these bigger questions. And when you start asking these bigger questions like, why am I here? What am I doing? What am I supposed to be doing? I just want to be happy. I just want to be connected to whatever it is I'm supposed to do then you need to have a resource that can provide that information that really resonates and feels true to you. And that information I found in the Akasha, in my Akashic records. And I was connected to it through a friend of mine um, that I knew through film school. So it was really amazing to see how my connection to film and producing is what actually guided me to this path. And now what I realize is the stories that I make are real life, but they are not on screen. It's human beings stories that get to come to life for them and then be out in the world, you know, however they want to show themselves. You're
0: still a storyteller.
1: Yeah. still. That's so
0: amazing. (laughs) I just got chills when you were saying that. I love that so much. Go on, tell me. So how did, so, okay, I just totally interrupted you, but no, I just I was it. so excited. Look so excited, like, speak now. Wait a second, da-da. No, Saw something I shiny. Um, so you realized that, and then where did you go from having this reading, doing that, realizing you have this connection to this work, mm-hmm. and then becoming one that does readings, and then now you teach it to other yes. people. So people can become certified.
1: Yes. How did yes. that happen? Oh my gosh. So... I never knew that I had a gift or, or an ability to do this and we as teachers say that you don't you don't need to have anything you know um, like a psychic ability or an ability to you know speak to um, spirit energy. So you don't need any of that. You just need an open heart and an open mind. And I think that when that project I was working on for several years fell apart, I really needed answers, guidance, and direction, and I was so open to whatever that could be. So I really did come to the Akashic Records very open and just seeking. I just wanted some direction into whatever it is I was supposed to be doing and very willing to just take it one step at a time. So I, I came to it and someone read my records and I remember whoever she was talking to knew me better than I knew myself and that was very healing. So I ultimately shared with her, you know, these are so healing and I want to share this with other people and she guided me to her teacher to take a class. So I took a beginning certification class and the way that we access the records is through a very deliberate pathway that Mm -hmm. was founded by dr linda howe and what it does is for me personally we all we all have an antenna you know an energetic antenna above our head and what it does is that the pathway allows you to tune in very clearly to your masters teachers and loved ones who are the three groups of energy that communicate with you so it allows you to tune in very directly cut out any outside noise and frequency that could um, intrude or obstruct you know, what you want to receive from your records. And then it just basically, it, it gives you this pathway where you can converse back and forth with your masters, teachers, and loved ones. So when I was in my beginning certification class, the teacher taught us the prayer. My teacher, beginning teacher, was Christina Cross. She taught us the prayer. And for me, the first time, it didn't work and I was very tripped up on the words that I was saying, but our homework was to go home and say the prayer and ask a couple questions in the records. So I did that. I went home. I said the prayer, and when I announced the records were open, I felt this whoosh above my crown, like an opening, huge opening, and then all these voices were, were um, speaking and it was like a, a, a floodgate of voices. And so the next day I went back to the class and I told my teacher, you know, your prayer works, but there's too many and they talk too fast. And she said, you need to ask them to speak as one and ask them to slow down. And I was like, I didn't know I could do that. So that was the beginning of developing a relationship for the best ways to communicate and work with the master's teachers and loved ones because you really truly have to develop a working relationship. I have a question though.
0: Yeah. So what I'm confused about a little bit for somebody listening, it sounds very similar to being intuitive and tapping into, you know, a guide or whatnot. I, I'm having a little trouble, you know, knowing the complete difference in that I love that it's empowering, like you don't have to be psychic to do this.
1: But how is that different than being an intuitive connecting to the other side? Oh my gosh, I love this question because I don't even consider myself to be an intuitive person. In fact, I'm not even sure if my intuition is is ever right because in the beginning certification, we do this intuition versus the records exercise where we ask a question to our intuition, write down the answer, and then we ask a question in our records and we write down the answer and we can see the similarities and differences. So some of the similarities and differences could be, um, well, first and foremost, um, a reading with any non-physical energy First is, uh, the first difference is who are we talking to? So in the Akashic Records, we're talking to the masters, teachers, and loved ones. So masters have never been human beings. They were created to oversee who you become in the human experience. Teachers are lesson specific. They may or may not have been human beings. And loved ones are people that we, we have known that have passed on, but it also can be ancestors from, you know, past generations that we don't know. So it's three groups of energy. They communicate as one. And the way that I receive the records is I'm Audience, So I basically hear them Now, speak. somebody else that's doing the, these type of readings, would they then receive
0: it, you're Audience, mm-hmm. but would somebody else receive it as claircognizant or clairsentient? Yes. So yes. everybody's different. Everyone's see, different. but that's a psychic ability, though, to me, to say that you're clear cognizant or clairsentient.
1: Well, I, but I didn't know I was psychic. Okay. Okay. And when I started working in the records, mm-hmm. I realized I have a psychic ability when I a- access the records. Got it. So when I'm not in the records, I'm not, I'm not aware of it. You know, being but you don't there. think you're intuitive to your day to day. You know, I, I work in my records a lot, and they really guide and support me, and so I, I work more directly with this. It's, you know what it is? It's our, it, it, here's how to compare it. Our intuition is, it is, an, it is an ordinary stream of consciousness that connects us to our all-knowing. Working in the records is an extraordinary stream of consciousness and it connects us to the source of everything that is known. That's not overwhelming at all. No, I know. It <laughs> it, it really can be. Wow. So our intuition kind of, it drops in what we need, right? Mm-hmm. Like the little pieces. Maybe it's like, you know, these like little um, pebbles along the way. But when we work in the records, like the whole path can be revealed. So the records sh- always concern themselves with the bigger picture of who you're becoming. And... What I like about working in the records is they can reveal to me, um, let's say, the bigger picture of 2019. You know, not every detail because details change, but they'll kind of give me like the major themes, and then I just kind of guide my life and make my choices, you know, in uh, accordance to those themes.
0: You use it like a weather, like like here, here's the weather for the year. Basic. Yes. I have a question. Yes. Now somebody comes to a reading, and I'm guilty of this myself. Sometimes it's very hard for people to, you know, I talked with a couple of my other guests about divine timing. I think it's very hard sometimes and it feels a lot of pressure on any kind of reader you're going to when someone is being told this or that. And obviously there's an energy around it. But like you just said, details change. Yeah. I think it's, it's, int- can we talk a little bit about when you're receiving the information for people not, it's so interesting. Like you get this information, you get this guidance, it's helping you along, but you also have to detach from the details around it because those are the, you know, things that change, but the energetic Imprint of that is the same.
1: Is that right? Yes. So it's, I'm so happy that you're asking me this question because it's one of the biggest challenges that I've been experiencing with the records at this time. So the Akashic records, as Linda Howe states, are not fortune telling or an oracle for divination. The Akashic records are meant for personal growth and transformation. And there's two parts to every record. The first part is the soul blueprint, which is the lessons and themes someone is here to learn in their human experience. The second part of the records is the chronicles of you, and that's who you have become over time as you've come into awareness of yourself. I personally like to refer to the chronicles of you as your free will and choice. So someone's moving along on their path, And let's just say they start to notice uh, a reoccurring pattern. You know, oh, I'm always attracting in the same relationships, romantic relationships. Um, My personal experience is I was always attracting emotionally unavailable um, romantic partners. So finally, after several, I was like, what is going on? This is a pattern. And in my records, they said, um, you are emotionally unavailable. And they went on to share a little bit more around why I was, what was going on, what was the hindrance, but also, Helen, you're learning some life lessons. So if you don't learn your life lessons, you're going to continue to attract in the same kind of feeling of a person until you get it. And then you can ascend to the next experience. So so they provide those lessons from the Soul Blueprint, which give you... An informed awareness to make different choices so that you can experience higher levels in your relationships and your partnerships. um, Do you think sometimes that they give, I want to say,
0: if if let's say our masters, guides, loved ones, they know us so well, that know that our own egos, that we can get in our own way, Mm -hmm. do you think sometimes they like mix it up a little bit because they know you're going to get in your own way and they like tell you something you know what i mean like maybe not give exactly what it is but sort of like trick you for your own
1: good yeah there's there's a line in the prayer that puts your ego on mute so you say that prayer um well first of all you say the whole prayer the whole pathway prayer and you are including that line that puts your ego on mute and it does take a very strong practitioner to ensure that their ego is on mute and to listen to the guidance that the master's teachers and loved ones have to share. Um, That's not an easy thing, I know, because of uh, the students that I teach and I I can see their challenges with that. So we kind of have, we have some things like, um, you can ask your master's teachers and loved ones, is this coming from me? or you, and I like to check, you know, when I hear an answer that I really like, that's like really satisfying, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, is that coming from me or you? And they'll say you, and (laughs) I know my ego has just gotten in the way, so I'll just repeat that um, prayer of protection.
0: I'm so grateful for you and I just want to honor the work that you're doing in the world and I'm so grateful I had done a reading with you in the past and you're just such a bright light (laughs) and to that note I'm going to be very vulnerable and we're going to do a quick little reading so people can get a little bit of a vibe of what it's like. Yes. Yeah? Yes. So, so what do I, so what, what goes I on? What
1: happened? Your current legal name. Do I write it down? Uh-huh. Okay,
0: so I'm writing it down, people.
1: Uh, <laughs> so um, So my process is that when I have someone's current legal name and, of course, their permission. You have my permission. <laughs> thank you. And wait. Um, Aurel. Okay, thank so, you. So
0: just so you know, what's she saying? Because I, I wrote it down. So my name is Diana Aurel Zalecki, E R E L. It's Turkish for Ariel. I love it. I have to say that
1: because people are like, Earl. I'm like, it's not Earl. I love it. it. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to use this pathway prayer uh, founded by Dr. Linda Howe to access Diana's records. And it's going to take me a minute and a half. There's some parts that I say out loud, some parts that I say silently. But once her records are open, I'll announce the records are now open. And what is helpful for me as a practitioner, and everybody is different, is if I have some questions or areas uh, that Diana would like insight on. And I had mentioned a little bit earlier that the best kind of questions to ask in the records are anything that starts off with what, why, or how, precisely because it will illuminate um, multiple potentials and possibilities, whereas a yes or no is like very black or white, or a should I, shouldn't I? And... Do I ask that before you go in? Uh, no, you're going to ask that when, when I'm in. Yeah, so maybe yeah. I write down. Yeah, so okay. I'm, so I'm only going to do like two questions. Yeah. yeah? Okay. The, okay. And then in the meantime I'll get your records open. So when I get the records open I usually just invite everyone to just relax and sink in so you can just take a moment and drop in. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O oh, Holy Spirit of God, help me to know Diana in the light of the Akashic Records to see Diana through the eyes of the Lords of the Records and enable me to show wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of Diana have for her. The records are now open. So this happens to me a lot as a teacher. Um, I, the people that I read for, I would say more times than not, I'm always attracting in students that at a soul level know how to work in their Akashic records. So when I was accessing Diana's records, her master's teachers and loved ones were telling me that she has the ability to do this and that she actually does do it whether she is consciously aware of it or not. Um, but what they were saying is that when, so what could make it difficult and when the ego can get in the way is when one is worried about how another perceives them, it's like when they've kind of taken their perception of themselves and they've, they've kind of given that power to, to others, And and this happens all the time, right? It happens when we grow up and when we're being conditioned and and we just want to be liked and we want to be loved. You know, the master's teachers and loved ones have shared that the human experience primarily is to experience love and all the different ways that love can manifest. Like that is what the earth experience is about, is about love. So of course we'll, you know, we can get really worried and wrapped up in how others love us or accept us or reject us or whatever. So it was really special. They were saying, um, like Diana has this ability and if her ego ever gets in the way, it's only because she would be worried about what others would think or feel or say. But Diana is very in tune with how she feels about herself. And they're saying it's, you know, ego, it just is like, there's no space for ego, they say. Um, They said, don't misinterpret that. And they're not referring to it at a superficial level. They're talking about how you perceive the deep, inner aspect of yourself like that essence that we sort of talked about earlier so you know who we are before we put clothes on or even who we are before we're in a physical body so i love that thank you <laughs> yes
0: well i put down two questions Yay. so i'll ask the first one yes okay so i did sort of broad yes thinking in uh, ahead of the quest, the way to frame it yeah so i'm asking what do i need to know right now
1: okay Well, they're telling me that they want you to be eating more fresh produce. They're actually showing me a countertop with a lot of fresh produce like carrots and I see greens and apples and (laughs) I just got back from New York and it was like a carb fest (laughs) (laughs) it was interesting because I thought maybe they were showing me the vegetables which were turning into juices like a juice
0: oh yeah I've been yeah I've been actually create like I need to like clean out my squeegee my insides (laughs) I'm like I feel gross a little bit oh my gosh it
1: happens no it happens it's so good and that's the beautiful thing is like, we can, we, we can enjoy ourselves and, like, have our pleasure, full carb fest. Um, but just to bring balance, right? Like yeah. Like, we'll bring in the fruits and vegetables and we'll balance it out. So, masters, teachers, and loved ones can always identify what maybe steps we can take to, to balance. It's like they don't want to change. You know, they don't want to take away. They want us to enjoy. But they also
0: want oh, us well, to Oh, well, that's totally because right now I, be, I was just telling my best friend earlier this morning. I was like, I feel, like, kind of, like gross from my trip because I, I mean I was like it was very uh overwhelming for me energetically with everything and I was eating a lot of carbs like not a lot of fresh veggies and you know I came back to LA and I've been like it's funny I'm like very aware like inside I'm like ooh, I need to like do like just like green things for a week because i'm feeling kind of like gross like and ins- you know when your yeah, insides are like right. craving that yes. so i love that they said that so everybody's listening everybody needs their veggies right now <laughs> um and then where does my focus need to be
1: Well, they're saying Diana is an artist and it will really best serve you to have your focus on three primary projects and be really flexible with the ways that they can shift and maybe take new shape or not take shape at all. But they're saying that when you have multiple projects, that it creates a very... Stimulating and overwhelming feeling to your system where you can feel blocked and find it very challenging to take um, certain steps, you know, towards all the things that you have going on. So they're showing me, um, they just said the word elimination and that they, oh, um, that there may be some projects for you to just eliminate, and it doesn't mean that you have to take them out of your life completely, but maybe that they just get stored on the shelf for a little time being. But they even got more specific to say, um, hold on. Feeding and fulfilling and nourishing. So, they're, so what they're telling me is that the three projects they want you to focus on they want you to make sure that they are feeding you. Um, like my
0: mug says, feed your soul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so, so interesting. Um, yeah, because they, they said uh, nourishing. Um, I even hear inspiring, but what I was also getting is that they just be lucrative investments of your time like in 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 any way you know it could be that maybe you um maybe there's not a lot up front of you, uh, up upfront money around something but it just is very nourishing for you um maybe at like a soul level or like a, this podcast like yes what exactly. do they think of this podcast
0: yeah. is it interrupting you when i'm I'm talking to you while you're no, in there?
1: uh-uh. So no, when I'm
0: commenting, they, like when you're saying about, they're like, eat your veggies, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was in no, New York. Does that
1: mess it up? No, no, no. It's really great because um, it's validating what they are providing for you. Okay. And when someone talks to me that way, their masters, teachers, and loved ones continue to talk and give me information. Oh, got it. So it's got like it. this continuous stream. So I'm almost talking to them through you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you're asking. What oh, what do they, they think of the this podcast? podcast? Well, right away they said, we love it, of course. Like, <laughs> they had, um, I don't know, this really cute disposition. It's hard to explain when they're non-physical, right? It's like, I. so, so here's the thing, right, where it's like, you know, like I said, it, it, this is non-physical. So how do I describe it to Diana? How do I describe it? It's yeah. like the only way I can, and it's a feeling that they give me. And so the only way I can describe it is like, I see like a little kid on the schoolyard being like, I love it. Of course. Like, <laughs> you know, like no doubt. Um, but hold on. Let me just take a moment and see if there's a little bit more insight around it. The, uh, they're saying that it's time. We've been asking her to do this. (laughs) She's doing this for herself as it is providing nourishment. But while she's giving herself this nourishment, she's able to nourish so many others. They're saying Diana has a very natural call to be in service to others and... Uh, they're saying she is a teacher um she she is a teacher in this lifetime so you by making your your content and your interviews available you're starting to connect and reach the souls of the audience that you were always meant to connect with so they're like so happy that you're doing it because it's like oh my gosh finally she's like you know she's um she's found a physical way to like bring her nourishment and connect to the audience of souls that she's here to um nourish uh, is there anything else i'm asking her masters teachers them if there's anything else there's just two things that they want you to be aware of as you are moving forward with this project The first is that it is really expanding your technical skills around the physical equipment and how things need to be organized and like put into place so that you can actually publish something that you have something to give. And so what they're telling me is they just want you to be mindful of the amount of time that that takes. And that also like, Um, When Diana puts out an episode, and maybe that episode is like under, you know, let's say an hour, um, but Diana has put in maybe 20 plus hours of time, energy, and effort just to be able to publish this one thing. So they are saying, be patient with yourself around this. Like you're really expanding and teaching yourself a lot. And don't get frustrated. Don't get overwhelmed. God, how well do they know me? (laughs) I just want an interview, and I want it out now. I know. Hashtag very Uh, (laughs) Aries. What was the second thing? Was there a second, second thing? Yeah, they did say there was two. This one is. They said they want you to bring color to it. I'm not sure what that means, so I'm just asking them to explain a little bit more. Huh, they're showing me a palette of paints and I see how the primaries when mixed together form, um, form more colors. Just have to see how it's relative to you. Hold on one more second. sure how this translates but the but the message is that they they just want you to be very colorful and full of life with it and to trust how when you blend things together um they're going to work even if you feel like they're not so i do you think because now I, I want to show examples? Yeah. So you're
0: in the records right now, yeah. and then you're saying that, and yeah. then it's giving me a hit of what I think it is. Yes. So I'm going to communicate so, with yes, you. Yes, tell me. Tell okay. Me. So what I'm thinking when you say colorful is like for example, I did an uh, interview earlier today, and initially I was like, oh, healers, and then I'm really trying to expand the connection for all people, mm. of maybe something that you know, even though this podcast is the healer dealer. That it doesn't have to be a quote unquote healer per se. So I hear colorful being like Like anything that connects, is that what they mean? Oh my gosh, totally. It makes so much sense now. Oh, this is why it's so So helpful. like, for example, like the ultra marathoner I interviewed yes. earlier today, I, she's not a healer per se, but I feel the, the her experience in this life yeah. is one that could be healing for yes. others to show like, maybe I don't think I'm like, quote unquote spiritual, but I do this thing that takes me to a different level, which is in that work. Yes. Right? Yes.
1: That's totally it. Because as Diana was sharing that, they were showing me these like primary colors, right? And when Diana was saying to me, what that means is like, they're not just healers. I basically saw the primaries blend together and make another color.
0: Yeah. So that's exactly what
1: they're referring to.
0: Okay. And then as you're saying that I just got a crown chakra hit. Yeah. So is that my own intuition? Or is that me? And am I in the
1: records with you right okay, now? Let's see. They just well, um, they're just saying simply truth is what I'm hearing. Truth. Okay. So I I, I
0: want to be respectful of your time inside the records. I imagine you like floating around like a huge library
1: <laughs> with like all these. It's her truth. It's say. it's her so truth. She, oh, so it's a physical sensation that she's experiencing to let her know she is in alignment with her truth. Oh, got it. Okay. Now to
0: our, our last little one in, inside the records I feel like this is very helpful for people because oh, we're
1: you, sharing yes what are you gonna say well also I just want to let you know that when I work in the records I always get tingles on my crown because that's where the energy comes through so yes okay. we're definitely you're tuned in I'm tuned, we're in. tuned in okay we're tuned in now um
0: is there so when I asked what do I need to know right now I feel my own ego feels a little dissatisfied with just the answer of eat your veggies. Because I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. I like no, I need to have some kill salad juicy
1: things. So is that like I'm just being honest, like real talk. Like somebody that that's like, okay, I'm not satisfied with yes. that. Yes, yes. So I'll tell you why. So it's a very vague question. Okay. And when we are vague, they are vague. Okay, so I need to be oh, this is such a great yes. example. Yes. Says
0: yes. Yes. Or cautious yes. says yes. Because yes. it's different. Okay, so let me go back to that question and be better about that so initially I said what do I need to know right now and they're like girl eat your veggies I'm like no shit Sherlock my gods (laughs) and so I'm gonna go back and be like what do I need to know regarding my photography and directing and uh, the podcast. Well, we asked about what do I need to- about podcast. I guess I already asked what do I need to know about podcast, But what do I need to know uh, about photography and direct about like yeah that career okay. that career yes. for this year.
1: That's perfect. Is that we we only want her to focus on? Uh, it's like earlier they had shared they. Only want you to focus on a few projects. This podcast feels like one. So when we come back to your photography and directing, there's really only two spaces left. So they don't want you to be overextending yourself around ideas. They really want you to select what those other two projects are as it pertains to you as a storyteller um as a, a visual storyteller and really build those projects and stories so uh so i want to ask you around your directing and photography do you have two projects that you can focus on specifically
0: well see one we asked that because I know, and this is where it's hard for ego, because when you say projects, I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean actual jobs? Does that mean, you know, um, like passion projects? Because immediately I knew from the start when you said the, the projects in the beginning, I knew podcast was one of them. And that is definitely something that this is. I feel like something I'm called to do, I find it fun, it's out of my comfort zone, and it's feeding me. Mm -hmm. And I am excited, the idea of being able to connect listeners to the plethora of amazing beings I know. Mm -hmm. But then the other two, it's like you say, it's like I just know that I want to work with brands that are having a positive impact on the environment and the people. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel more like focused this year in the sense of like my intention of the kinds of clients I want to mm-hmm. call in. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit confused with that. So I'm wondering if it's just, and, now, and as I process things a lot by talking, so that's where I'm like, I'm to answer my own questions. But I'm wondering if they mean, because I would normally put, uh, besides this podcast, all of my energy would go into my photography marketing, getting myself out there, hustle, 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 hustle. And I've kind of shifted, and I want to do things that just feel good. Mm-hmm. So, do podcasts. Focus on the marketing efforts that feel good to me. Mm-hmm. Keep making things that feel
1: good. So, I wonder if that's what they mean, as far so what, as. Um, so what I'm gonna do is so I um, so Diana has provided me with a lot of feedback, but um i do not want helen's ego ah, of what diana yes. gave her to interject in what their answer is so what i'm gonna go in and ask her masters teachers and loved ones is what do you mean when you say you want her to just focus on two projects and then yes. see what yes okay they say. good
0: summarizer
1: Oh, they're, they're saying that it, it, it is a little complex because, because the, the answers the, the answers themselves are very expansive. But here, here is... Um, so the first thing... So I'm going to break this up into a few categories. So the first thing that they were saying is they want you to be working on projects that are nourishing you... I think they said feeding, inspiring. I'm writing them down because I I only remember that if I do. Okay, that's it. So it's like, all right, so up at the top here, we're going to say three projects. Mm Mm-hmm and the first is this right oh this is so funny this is probably the answer right here um the second is feeding is lucrative lucrative expanding expanding their
0: oh each of those projects represents a different yeah oh! i know oh this is so satisfying i was like am i being greedy no, but now no, this no. is like it feels no. more clarity around okay, it Well
1: reaching reaching and then the third giving back um I, we will share this with all of you as soon as i am done this is wonderful thank you opening space for more for more to come and then yeah oh get that that's marketing right here marketing um, so what they did is so they shared uh, that they wanted Diana to be working on three projects right and they did confirm that her podcast is one of those three projects but here they broke it down into three and and their feelings right so, it's not even the specifics of it. Yeah, I love this. So, the first is they said something that is feeding her, nourishing her, and inspiring her. The second is that it's lucrative and it's creating expansion in her life and it's reaching, reaching others. The third is giving back. So, that could be giving back to herself. That could be giving back to others who maybe wouldn't otherwise have available, have anything available to them. Opening space for more to come. So this was about um, opening space for more to come was, I basically saw your capacity to take more on, but then also give more was that it was opening. And then also they said marketing. So marketing for for me, um, uh, from what I am understanding from them, for me to deliver is that's really just about making it available, sharing it, talking about it, creating the audience that you will be able to basically do all of this with. Yeah, I love it now don't you think and
0: then i i know we need to close this up because this is just how i want to connect back to our Mm -hmm, listeners mm -hmm. so even though we're in the records right now Mm -hmm. you've done this specifically for me but i feel on my own intuitive side that whatever i have information i've received is exactly what also our listeners need to hear right now too that this is pertaining these projects this core feelings is a relatable
1: actionable item for our listeners as well well yes because they have already shared that you making this available is bringing that work that you are here to do and share to the souls of those people That are meant to learn from you and receive from you. So naturally your audience is going to resonate with it as well because like these are your people. Yeah. And they're probably my people too, right? Yeah. You're our people. (laughs) Well, I feel very good with this. I feel like we can. So now we officially close the records. Okay. I say that we'll close the records. Okay. Got it. I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Amazing. Thank you so much. I
0: really appreciate you doing this. I think this is so amazing to share this with our yes. listeners to really get a taste of what it's like and then just being somebody on the receiving end yes. the questions that come up i think this is incredible work that you're doing and what's the five elements so i wanted to share this with you really. oh quickly. share with me oh my so, god i was like
1: yes. i'm being great with my talk time <laughs> no, but i'm I like love it. This, no, this this is going to be really helpful okay um there is a practice called the five elements of mind and it's the ways that we process consciousness. So, our ego processes consciousness through beliefs. So, I believe. Our mental processor processes through uh, thoughts. So, I think or I assume. Our physical, our body, processes consciousness through sensations. So, it's like I sense. And then our emotions process consciousness through feelings. I feel. Our soul processes consciousness through knowing. I know. And when we work in the records, we connect with the soul level truth. And it's knowing. That's super helpful because when I, before I knew that and I was hearing, I was like, where is this coming from? Like, right? So many different channels. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. And when I learned this this practice or this technique then I, then I was like oh I know exactly where this is coming from because if I say I think it's this then that's my mental processor it doesn't mean any of these are wrong they're mm-hmm. not but that's like uniquely how they process consciousness and communicate wow i know that is Mind blowing!
0: Thank you so <laughs> yes. much. That's really helpful. Yes. So, where can someone's listening and they're like, "I want it." Do, does does a person need to be with you in person to do a a no, record? So, no, where can do where that can, remotely? Oh, I love it. So, tell yes. me, how can people find you? How can they connect? Yes. You know, you offer workshops and and certifications, yes. and somebody
1: could just get a reading. Yes. I everything is on my website. My website is just be true to you and it's B-E-E and um, true, the number two, and then YOU. So we'll do a link a in the show notes uh, so I know, people can like, be connected. It's like the worst website because it's, I mean, it's just so complicated. I'm you like, why make it so complicated? No, it's cute. You love the bees. Wait, what is your connection? <laughs> so I bee remember is the, the bee's name. Oh. Actually, when I was growing up, honey was my nickname, my family nickname, Aww. like Honey Bear. Honey, Honey Bear. My grandma called me Honey Bear, but everyone else called me Honey because my older sister couldn't say Helen.
0: Oh, that's it was, so it sweet. Like
1: honey. Hannen. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And then my friends just started calling me B. Oh. So then B, and then people started calling me Busy B. So then it all just became part of like me. But I have all of the certification classes. Um, The ones that I teach, I have Linda's manifesting certification and then even how to book an appointment. And I can do that um, remotely either over the telephone Mm -hmm. or through Zoom video conference. Oh, that's great. So people can, we can see each other. Oh my
0: gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your time and energy and talent and really thoughtfully explaining this I I don't say practice yeah, with you. Yes. Um, I think it's like a self practice. It is. It's it's still like I still have my. I'm still wrapping my head around it a little bit. Even though I've done readings with you in the past, like I'm still like you know. Um, working my way with uh, understanding to the difference between that and like psychic into it, you know, it's very interesting and very much, um, I think something that a lot of people are feeling called to connect to right now. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh my gosh. My little honeybee. (laughs) Honeybee. (laughs) That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer podcast. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review, let me know what you loved about it and pass along to your family and friends. Thank you so much for being here. Hope to see you next time. Cheers.